Arizona State got a massive quarterback commit yesterday, and we got to talk about that commitment as well as the state of the position on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Levels podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Levels. A special shout out to my everydayers that are here every day. And don't forget to hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. And stay in touch with the show by following me on Twitter, RichieBrads36, and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. Before we get started, guys, Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on calls and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. All right. So it had been teased by several different uh, sources yesterday that there was going to be a big commitment for Arizona State on Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. And it ended up Coming to fruition, I I think it was around 4 p.m. It might have been 5 p.m. They got their first commitment of the 2025 recruiting class in the form of quarterback Michael Tolufson. And Tolufson is a four-star quarterback prospect. He is the 14th overall quarterback prospect in the nation. He is the 25th overall prospect in California and the... 222nd prospect in the nation, but depending on where you look, this this is just from 24-7. Rivals has him as a top 100 prospect. This is this is a big deal, and that's where we got to start the show is talking about Michael Tolufson and what this means for Arizona State. So looking at Tolufson, he is regarded as a Pro quarterback prospect at six foot one, one ninety five. I was not able to find any like footage or tape, if you will, on him, so I have not been able to see Michael Tolifson as a player. But what I can tell you is that this is a kid that many people were very, very excited on when he had announced his commitment to Arizona State. This is a player that a lot of people think could be one of the biggest gets for for Kenny Dillingham so far during his tenure at Arizona State. So according to Rivals.com, I did pull that up here. He is the fifth quarterback prospect for them, the 11th prospect in California, and the 76th prospect overall in the nation. So again, depending on where you look, he's very highly regarded, but at a minimum, this is a consensus four-star prospect, which makes this the second consensus four-star prospect that Kenny Dillingham has recruited in a little over six months in his tenure as Arizona State's head coach. Of course, the other consensus player also being quarterback Jaden Rashada, who was a four-star slash five-star, depending on where you looked. There have been other four-star prospects. It just, you had the cherry pick. Like, I know that um, Elijah Besa was regarded as a four-star prospect for some places. Uh, Dylan Tapley was regarded as a four-star prospect for some places. But 
in terms of consensus everywhere you look four star guys this is now two players in the last six months that he has recruited not even six months because i think i think rashada committed back in like february or something like that point is it's been a very quick and fast moving process for arizona state to start bringing these guys in but Let's let's talk about what this means for Arizona State before we get into more detail about what Kenny Dillingham is doing at the program. Right now, Arizona State is looking like they are bringing in lots of great quarterback options. You got to remember, it's not just these two guys that they brought in, but they also brought in Drew Pine, who was considered a four-star on the transfer portal when they brought him in from Notre Dame. Pine, of course, being a redshirt, uh, sophomore and clearly they're they're taking a position that Arizona State is hasn't been weak at in a long long time they've had very good quarterback play for quite a long time it goes back as far as Osweiler and even then like Rudy Carpenter was still like quality quarterback for the team but since then you've had Taylor Kelly who was a very very good player for the program for a very long time you had one year Burke Beachy at Three years of Manny Wilkins, three years of Jaden Daniels. Last year was very up and down. Probably the worst year they've had, but they still brought back Trenton Bourget, who was a quality player for them. Like you look at what's going on at Arizona State at the quarterback position, and they they've had a good thing going for a while. And it feels like they're really starting to get that even stronger and back on the right track towards more consistent success without those lapses of bad play and whatnot. So Tolufson looks like he's going to fit into that mold very, very well for what Arizona State is more used to and more accustomed to at the position. But bottom line here is this is a very, very big get for Arizona State. Again, their second consensus four-star prospect that they pulled in in the last four to six months whenever they pulled in Rashada. This is a very good way to start off your 2025 recruiting cycle as well. Obviously, we're still going to be working heavily on the 2024 recruiting side, and we want to we want to be able to continue the climb that we've had there because, believe it or not, ASU actually has a top 30 recruiting class right now, or uh, just outside the top 30, I should say. I believe they are at 33 recruiting class right now for 2024, but this is a heck of a way to start off your 2025 recruiting class with one of the top quarterbacks in the nation, a consensus four-star across every platform that you look for when you're looking at your recruiting sources and whatnot. And the bottom line here is that this is an absolutely fantastic, amazing way to get started for 2025. People get excited. This is a great prospect here. And speaking of great prospects, I got to talk to you guys about bird dogs because bird dogs are made to make you look good. But the best part is that while they make you look good, you feel comfortable too. Bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. So even someone like me who doesn't work out his legs consistently still has great looking legs in these bird dogs. They do the exact same thing that Lulu Melon does, but they fit way better. And the fit is better than regular shorts too. They're made of a stiff restricting cotton that bird dogs fix by inventing a cloud net fabric that looks like that khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice any movement. Bird Nogs makes anti-stink sweat wicking fabric too that keeps you cool and dry all day long so that you can wear these bad boys more than once and feel confident that you're not going to stink in them. Guys, I promise you, I love 
I, I love, love, love my bird dogs. And I wear these just about every single time I go out. I know that if I'm, go if I'm going out, bird dogs are going to be my best way to feel comfortable and confident in myself. And right now, if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college, you'll get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Guys, you don't want to miss the Locked On NBA Draft Live on Thursday night. Pick-by-pick -pick analysis from our local stable of NBA hosts, national reaction from our NBA big board hosts, and live check-ins from the from inside the NBA Draft. Locked On NBA Draft Live starting 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the Locked On NBA YouTube page. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at what's next up on the plate for Arizona State and their, and their, what's it called? Quarterback position. I think, I think the next thing we need to talk about here is Kenny Dillingham and what he's doing at the quarterback spot. Dillingham is a young guy. He's in his very early thirties and has really only just got it started as a, as a coach for, for college football. Like, He's been an offensive coordinator for a handful of years, dating back to Memphis and Auburn, and then got a, got a gig with Florida State, and then obviously last year was with Oregon and everything. But he's he hasn't gotten a ton of like true hands on experience just just yet. Like last year, Oregon was like his first time with like complete control over the offense. At his time of Florida State, he was still working with Mike Norvell a lot. Last year, Dan Lanning, the head coach of Oregon. Defensive-minded guy said, "Hey, here's the keys. Go do what you want to do." And he goes and takes Bo Nix, who was a consistently, consistently, like not great quarterback during his time at Auburn. Transfers to Oregon as a Heisman finalist. Like Kenny Dillingham knows his way around the quarterback position because he he had some very, very good success there with with uh, with Bo Nix. He had good success with the kid at Florida State, who I, I promise I'm going to remember his name one day, and it makes me upset that I can't remember his name. But they, they he's had very good success just about everywhere he's gone with their with the quarterbacks that he's worked with. Jordan Travis is who I'm trying to think of at Florida State. And during his time at Oregon, was also able to recruit five-star quarterback prospect, number three quarterback in the country, Dante Moore, who, of course, ended up decommitting from Oregon when Kenny Dillingham took the job at Arizona State and then committed down to UCLA. But he's he's been able to bring in top-tier quarterback prospects, and he's been able to get the most out of these quarterbacks as well. He comes down to Arizona State. He takes a look at what he has and says, I want more. I want competition. I want... I want my guys in here. And he's still working with Trenton Borgay, who does show off a lot. And quite frankly, if Borgay is the starter, I am very excited to see what Trenton Borgay can accomplish with Kenny Dillingham as his as one of his one of his backing guys for the team. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. In the meantime, you take a look at him bringing in Drew Pine, who again was a was a I can't talk, was a four-star quarterback prospect in the transfer portal. When he decided to come to Arizona State, he brings in Jaden Rashada, a quarterback that he had been uh, recruiting during his time at Florida State. And then when he decided that he was going to decommit from Florida, Dillingham went all in once again to get Rashada to come to Arizona State 
And for all we know, he could be the future of the position now for the team. But he wasn't done there, apparently, because he goes and he recruits Michael Tolufson for the 2025 class. And obviously, that's that's a few years down the road. But this is going to give Dillingham some time to evaluate the position and see whether or not Tolufson is going to be the heir apparent as a freshman or if he'll be the heir apparent as a sophomore. But again, cross that bridge when you get to it. The point is right now is that Kenny Dillingham is clearly showing that he he knows what he's doing when it comes to the quarterback spot. And quite frankly, there are a few positions that I want to see a, a young coach have more success with than the quarterback spot. For an offensive-minded guy like Kenny Dillingham, he clearly understands the intricacies of how the position works. He knows how to get the best out of these players. Bo Nick, seriously, if if you're not like the craziest college football fan in the world, look at what Bo Nix was doing at Auburn. And then look at what he did in his first year with Kenny Dillingham at Oregon. And it's just absurd. It's a completely different player. I, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem feasible that what Bo Nix was doing, what Bo Nix was doing at Auburn should never have translated to Oregon. Like, there's there's a hundred test subjects you can run for that experiment, and you you would get that the result of failure at, at least ninety percent of the time. And Bo Nix somehow comes in; he's a Heisman candidate. He he's revived his NFL stock. I've seen him in first rounds of mock drafts right now because of what Dillingham was able to get out of him. We'll see what happens in his second year at Oregon without Dillingham now, but. This is the kind of guy that Dillingham is, is. He's able to take, he's able to take guys and get so much out of them, turn them into terrific quarterbacks. Because he worked with Jordan Travis at Florida State too, and Travis is getting first round hype. Like it feels like everything he touches at the quarterback position turns to gold. And I want to see that if he can continue to do that at Arizona State because if he can, if he can turn Trenton Bourget from a walk-on prospect who spent his first four years trying to get a, a starting position with the team and turns him into Jake Plummer in his senior year. Got to have that conversation. If Drew Pine goes from quality quarterback that Notre Dame won with, not because of, and starts winning games at Arizona State, you got to have that conversation. If he takes freshman Jaden Rashada and turns him into the starting quarterback and a confident starting quarterback, this, this is just building that narrative that clearly Kenny Dillingham might low-key or high-key, whatever you want to call it, be a quarterback whisperer. And that's such a such a crazy concept to wrap your head around when you remember how young Kenny Dillingham is. Clearly, he's got something going on right now, and Arizona State fans should be very, very happy and excited that what he has figured out and what he does have going on at the quarterback position looks like it should be able to continue at Arizona State, at a minimum, he's bringing in the right guys to be able to keep that continuity going wherever he's going. But right now, looking at the quarterback spot, Kenny Dillingham appears to have it pretty locked down. Thank you guys again, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you get your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on notifications to get an update whenever we post new content. All right. Final thoughts here. Looking at the quarterback spot, is Arizona State set at quarterback? I want to know what you guys think, but let me let me lay it out for you. Arizona State is going into 2023 
with a lot of competition at the position. Trenton Bourget, who was a starter for just about half the season last year, is back. Drew Pine, who is a starter for Notre Dame, transferred in and will have an opportunity to start. A lot of people are pegging him as the starter right now. Jaden Rashada, four-star quarterback prospect, coming into Arizona State as a true freshman with an opportunity to start. And then don't forget about Jacob Conover as well, who is a former four-star prospect out of the Valley who's coming home with the intention on being able to recreate his image with the program and potentially be one of the reasons that we talk about hashtag activate the valley. That's great competition. And that's set up at least for 2023. But even looking beyond the 2024, you would still have Rashada. You would still have Pine. Uh, Borgay would be, would be graduated at this point and Conover would still have some time as well. But I imagine that one of, one of Conover or Pine would transfer if they are not the full-time starter this year. But that sets you up for great competition for next year as well. And then come 2025, excuse me, now you'll have Michael Tolofson coming in, who would be able to either be the starter or, like I mentioned earlier, be the heir apparent to whoever the starter is now because they would be able to head to the NFL following the conclusion of the 2025 season. Looking at what's going on at Arizona State, it is really difficult to think that this program is not set up for success at the quarterback position for the foreseeable future. And by the foreseeable future, I mean the next five to six years. Arizona State has two consensus four-star players at the position with Rashada and Tolson now. And that that does not mean that they're going to stop recruiting the position. I'm sure that they're going to continue to bring guys in. I'm not saying they bring in like a a guy every year or two guys or three guys every year, but I wouldn't be surprised if Arizona State is consistently restocking and reloading the position to make sure that they constantly have guys on deck that are going to be able to compete for the spot, make it so that nobody gets too comfortable and that Arizona State is constantly having an influx of talent at the position. I think that's what we're looking at right now at Arizona State is the quarterback position having confidence, having potential continuity, and having competition that is consistently making it so that everybody feels as though they have to perform their best. Nobody gets comfortable. Nobody feels unrested. Like I think that might have been part of the issue with Jaden Daniels. Because obviously the entirety of the coaching situation with Jaden Daniels fell apart, but there was never somebody behind Jaden that made you feel like if he failed, he was going to get pulled. Look back at the 2021 season. It was an awful year for Jaden. But at no point during the year did we sit there and we were like, man, I want to see the guy behind him. Who is Trenton Bourget? We Nobody was asking for Trenton Bourget to start. Nobody was asking for Jaden Daniels to hit the bench because we had somebody waiting. If we were asking for Daniels to get benched, it was simply to bench him. It's not like we had guys behind him that gave us confidence of like, yeah, it's time for the future. Let's move on. We didn't have that. We might have that now. We'll certainly have it for 2023, where if one of these guys comes out, whether it's Borgay, Conover, Pine, or Rashada, if they come out and they struggle for two or three weeks, you can go to the next guy and see what's going on there. There wasn't that situation at Arizona State, and it feels like it hasn't been there for a while. 
we might finally have that. And when you have that, this just means that you can you can do a little bit of experimenting and do like, but mainly what you've got going on is a constant flow of guys that will make it so that you don't have to worry about the guys ahead of them starting the slump and ultimately feel like they don't have to worry about that kind of, like being being replaced or anything like that. That's really, really important for Arizona State to be able to have that. So I'm really excited about the future of the quarterback position. I think that right now what Kenny Dillingham is doing right now is absurd. He's he's definitely had a stretch that goes past his days at Arizona's day. It goes past his days at Oregon. It goes, it goes back to when he was, you know, a graduate assistant and he was trying to figure his stuff out, working under Mike Norvell at Memphis and Florida State. Like he's got this figured out. He clearly has momentum going at the quarterback position. If he can keep it going at Arizona State, we might be entering a golden age at the position. But what do you guys think of the quarterback position at Arizona State? What was your reaction? To Michael Tolleson, I would love to know what you guys thought because I just about jumped out of my skin when I saw that we got a four-star commit for 2025 to get us started. But let me know. You can hit me up on Twitter at RichieBrad36 and the podcast at LO underscore Sundals. You guys can always leave a comment on YouTube and, you know, wherever you're hitting your podcast, make sure you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. That's all that I got for you guys on this edition of the Locked on Sunnivals podcast. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. I will see you all next time. But until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sunnivals.